Diane Dye is Dodo's co-founder and chief marketing officer. She's going to explain how their PMM, Proactive Market Making Algorithm, solves the shortcomings of existing liquidity pools. Find out what is ahead on the roadmap for Dodo and what they are doing to attract users. How they're making themselves stand out among other trading companies and how Diane believes the value of the utility will grow in the future. On today's show, we have Diane from the Dodo Exchange. We're going to go into details about the project, investors, team, and token, along with any plans on the roadmap. Diane, can you start by giving us some background about yourself prior to the launch of Dodo? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, this is Diane Dai. You can call me Dai Dai. Yeah. So thanks for inviting me here. Yeah. Um, so about the uh, background about me and Dodo, um, actually, I entered in the crypto industry in 2017. Yeah, and um, uh, back then I I was doing some marketing stuff in a decentralized exchange called DDAX. Yeah, so kind of the first uh, DDAX is in the first batch of DAX. Yeah, uh, and uh, mostly in Asia. Yeah, so I learned everything about crypto there. And um, uh, back then I like uh, founded the first uh, DeFi uh, blog. Yeah, so like I created a WeChat blog and uh, writing articles about DeFi introduced uh, people, like uh, what is Uniswap, what is Compound uh, in 2018. Yeah, so everyone know me about my articles. Yeah, and that's happened when there is uh, even, you know, there even uh, before the word of DeFi is created. Yeah, uh, so it's so it's like my first uh, exchange I used is not uh, Binance, not Coinbase, is DAX. Yeah, so this is really uh, interesting. Yeah, and um, you know during the two and three years, uh, there are really you know very very uh, few people use DeFi protocols. Yeah, like uh, for uh, every top DeFi protocol, there are only like 100 users. Yeah, so uh, the founders of uh, DDAX, my boss, um, you know, just get a little bit disappointed. Yeah, so uh, they somehow they choose to left the ground and uh, toward their direction of the company. Yeah, and but uh, I and um, some of my colleagues we are still into DeFi. We think. Uh, this gonna work. It's not just uh, the right timing. We are too early in this um, career, yeah. But we still believe in it. Um, so in 2020, um, yeah, when the when the team is, you know, uh, stop doing things about DeFi, I left, and uh, one of my colleague left. Uh, he called Rida Bear, and now he's my uh, partner. Yeah. So we together. Yeah, we started building a new DAX. So because we think other book DAX won't gonna work in the current generation of infrastructure. Yeah, but uh, you know the uh, pure on-chain uh, liquidity, like you design a good um, market maker uh, on-chain, and uh, he will run itself. Something like this uh, will work in the current public chain. Yeah, so. Uh, my my partner Rita Bear just uh, created a new algorithm called uh, proactive monkey making algorithm. Yeah, so uh, we we did some, uh, you know, uh, we think better design on capital efficiency. Yeah, to uh, rather than uh, AMM. Yeah, so uh, to 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 build up this DAX. Yeah, so this is how we. Uh, founded Dodo, yeah, and some of our uh, team members are from 
uh, our earlier company. And then we have another partner and uh, uh, he was the founder of the first uh, decentralized Oracle project uh, in Asia. Yeah, so um, some of team members are from uh, that company. Yeah, so uh, it's like the three uh, co-founders. Yeah. And uh, so far, Dodo is like uh, almost uh, one year. Yeah, when uh, like in, in September, we will um, celebrate our the first uh, birthday for Dodo. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and now we already have more than um, 35 uh, team members and uh, all, all around the uh, global. Yeah, I mean, some are from Asia, some are from Canada, some from uh, Australia, and even in uh, Japan and Singapore. And we work totally uh, remotely. Yeah, so like we use uh, Slack for chat for chatting. We use Gmail, and we use Asana to manage tasks for everyone. Yeah, and uh, uh, we use like Zoom and uh, Google Meeting. Yeah, but some sometimes Google Meeting is really bad, so Zoom is more uh, stable. Yeah, for a global meeting. Yeah, so yeah, I think everything is great. And uh, Dodo, um, the birth of Dodo is in the right timing in both DeFi and in both uh, crypto industry. So the team is very lucky. Yeah, we so now uh, we want to you know still hold the uh, you know being lucky, but so we'll be you know, uh, more uh, into this uh, career and uh, to build everything uh, we believe in yeah, and uh, trying to uh, make it true. So the uh, kind of the problem you're trying to solve in creating Dodo was for a, a greater capital efficiency or reducing impermanent loss. Is that correct? Yeah, but the first goal is to improve the capital efficiency because we think this is the uh, the most uh, disadvantage for AMM. Yeah, AMM is great, but uh, I think the just the, uh, uh, that algorithm is just too lazy. Yeah, so we 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 build it um, uh, in the view of improving uh, capital efficiency. And now you can see uh, there is Uniswap version three, there is Curve version two, right? I, I think this all of this um, design is all toward capital efficiency. Yeah, so I think uh, before one year we're already in the uh, right direction. You know, I guess how is the you know so far how are the benefits mm -hmm. of using the PMM? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, first of all, uh, you should know uh, how, how the PMM is different with AMM. The core thing is we introduce uh, uh, Oracle price into our algorithm. So we gather the liquidity around the uh, Oracle price. But the Oracle is not just simply um, only you can use a third-party third Oracle like Chainlink. You can use Chainlink. Um, but you can have other choice, like uh, uh, if you are a professional market maker or you can uh, hire a professional market maker, then uh, they uh, should have the ability uh, to provide price feeding. Yeah, so like uh, um, some professional market makers can be the, uh, uh, can provide the Oracle price. Yeah, and then you can even create uh, some, you know, um, algorithm to make it automatically uh, generate uh, uh, some price feeding, yeah, and and work as an oracle. So it's very flexible uh, design. So so far, um, if you are a retail trader, basically you can enjoy the best trading price on Dodo among all of the decks. We can um, get guaranteed that. Uh, and if you are uh, like a professional or institutional market maker, you can create uh, private pools. Uh, to and to uh, feed the price, and you can uh, earn money from it. Yeah. So now there are um, uh, 
uh, two professional market making team. They setting private pools and making uh, a lot of money here. Yeah, so I think there are th these are the two showcases of how uh, PMM works better than uh, AMM. Yeah, so generally speaking, uh, if you can if you check some data that we already post on our medium, um, the the capital efficiency is five hundred five hundred times better than uh, AMM. Yeah. Got it. And so you kind of mentioned institutions, and <clears throat> there's been a lot of talk about KYC, and I guess like Ave and Compound kind of working. To do something specifically for institutions, you know, uh, you know, from a regulatory uh, standpoint, you know, how do you see things playing out with Dodo? Or are you guys going to do anything differently? Or is there any restrictions on certain jurisdictions? I think why we choose the career of DeFi is because we believe in, you know, uh, like we are rebuilding the financial system, and the new financial system should be permissionless and should be um, open for everyone. Yeah, so. Um, Originally, we will pretty, you know, say no to any kinds of KYC and um, this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, to provide uh, service for uh, institution, I think uh, since day one, we are thinking about uh, this part. Yeah. And now, and now uh, like uh, uh, by PMM, like we can, uh, you know, allow uh, the institutional market makers to uh, adopt their own market making strategy here and make money from it. Yeah, but uh, um, uh, I should point out, honestly, there are some big market makers, they will concern about the KSA stuff, the regulations. Yeah, so uh, I think in this phase, it's more easy to work with uh, medium uh, market makers. Like uh, always say, uh, he's a personal market maker, but he's very, uh, he, he has the wisdom uh, to to do price to do price fading, then he can do it. Or he's a small team or medium team. Uh, he cannot do something like, uh, you know, so big like uh, uh, Jump or other, you know, big market makers, but uh, they want to run business on DAX, they want to enter DeFi, then uh, we think we are opening uh, like a big opportunity to this kind of teams. Yeah, and, and I think this opportunity will grow bigger and bigger uh, as the pie of DeFi is growing. Yeah. Do you think that uh, we'll kind of just see two different sides to this in, over the next few years, meaning there'll be the more open permissionless type uh, a model, and then there'll be another side that's going to be like an institutional KYC model? It's more like I think some DeFi protocol are like more um, move into the KYC uh, area. But what we are doing is we want to build um, an attractive business to attract the, insti the institutional market makers to, you know, moves uh, to us. Yeah. So like, I think it's different direction. Yeah. So, uh, so because we believe in this pie, our pie will grow bigger and bigger. So they will be uh, attracted by us. It's not like we, you know, uh, right here and hi, now we can allow you to do KSA, can you work with me? Uh, we, want to, we don't want to do that. And I think different teams are good at different things. Yeah. And so far, as a one-year team, I, I don't think it's the right time for us to deal with K KYC kind of business. That's good. You guys carve out, carve out your niche and stick to it and you'll uh, gain market share. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so how about from the uh, you know, investors uh, that have been involved mm -hmm. in Dodo? I know there's been some notable investors. Can you kind of comment on them and maybe what role they've played or influence they've had on you know, allowing you guys to grow your partnerships and kind of expand the, the project as time has gone on over the last year? 
Oh, sure, sure. And uh, uh, for investors, uh, now, you know, last year we uh, raised the two rounds, uh, the seed round is happened. You know, uh, it's an uh, interesting story. Uh, I still remember we launched our uh, beta version in uh, 15th August last year. Yeah, and uh, um, that day uh, we launched and like uh, two or three hours later, uh, when uh, Van Spencer from Framework just uh, ping my tele Telegram. I don't even know how he found me on Telegram. Uh, and uh, uh, he said he saw Dodo and it is interesting and, uh, re and re uh, scheduled a meeting on Monday. And we had a call and they made decision to invest in us. It's very smooth and very quick. Yeah. Um, so like they say, they, they, and they are the uh, leading investor of our uh, uh, seed round. Yeah. Um, and uh, we also, you know, there are also some um, uh, individual uh, investors involved, like the founder of um, Compound, Robert, yeah, and uh, like uh, um, uh, Spencer Nolan, and now he's the um, uh, partner of uh, Variant uh, VC, yeah, and um, uh, and there are some DeFi OG uh, as our uh, angel. Yeah, so uh, this is a C round. And um, uh, a few months uh, later, uh, because the data of Dodo is pretty good when they are firstly uh, launching. Yeah, we, we, we did a liquidity mining and uh, involves um, pretty big uh, money uh, to put in Dodo. Yeah, and uh, uh, our algorithm shows that uh, we indeed can provide the best uh, trading price among those decks. Yeah, and uh, the capital and the capital efficiency uh, is pretty. It's a it's a new narrative uh, at that time. Yeah, so uh, it's still very smooth for our uh, Series A. Yeah, so Binance Labs and uh, uh, Three Arrows and uh, Pentara, um, they together leading. Uh, 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 series A round, and that is uh, five millions they uh, raised. Yeah, actually, we got a lot of commitment that is even three times bigger than what we want to raise. Yeah, but I think we don't want to, uh, you know, give too many tokens out there. I think it's a little formal. Yeah, so we just keep the uh, five millions. Yeah, but actually, in this year, uh, you see a lot of uh, teams just raise uh, crazy big money, right? Yeah, uh, but I think uh, back 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 that uh, time we are still um, pretty careful for um, for the uh, fundraising. Yeah, and um, uh, one more interesting story about fundraising is uh, actually before we even want to um, uh, before we even launch Dodo. I live in China. Yeah, uh, and I talked with some friends of VC. And uh, one, 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 of, one of the friends is from uh, Binance investment team. Yeah, and uh, somehow CZ knows uh, Dodo. And actually, before we launched Dodo, and they offer, uh, they want to acquire Dodo. And I think it's very, um, well, this is, this is me to start a startup and uh, how you can, you know, acquire me even uh, before I launch a real thing. Yeah, so yeah, just, please just wait. Uh, and then in the seed round, they want to lead. But, um, you know, uh, I think a centralized exchange shouldn't lead, um, you know, a DAX. Yeah, so I still 
uh, say no again. Yeah, but uh, in the Series A, um, they still ask uh, if they can lead uh, the, the investment. Um, and uh, uh, after a hard uh, discussion, we put them into one of the leading investor. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, I think that is a, it's a wide decision that I didn't totally reject them three times, but uh, I didn't, uh, uh, you know, just say yes at the first time to allow them to require to, to acquire us. Yeah. So um, after that, we uh, I think uh, one of the uh, right timing for Dodo in the whole growth of Dodo, I think, is uh, we move fastly uh, on Binance Smart Chain and uh, achieve the. Um, a very good timing uh, at that time, the growing of finance margin is just starting and we uh, move there and catch a big market share there. Yeah, and at that time we listed, we list, we listed on Binance, so got a lot of uh, exposure. So I think that's the first time Dodo is uh, present into a global user base. Yeah, so I think that that's uh, how um, you know, we, we, we leverage the resource of our backers. Yeah. And uh, for other backers like Framework and um, uh, DeFiance, like we will do bi-weekly meeting. Yeah. We will update our, uh, like what we are building and, uh, uh, and our thoughts on the products and on the market and uh, also our uh, questions. Yeah. And they will um, provide some feedbacks and um, uh, insights. Yeah, I think this uh, really good because you know uh, the market is uh, global, right? So, uh, and I live in Asia, live in China, so I need to exchange ideas and see and hear what is happening in the Western market. It's it's very different, actually. So you know why uh, Van Spencer uh, invest in Dodo because the first day uh, he saw Dodo and his he did us our background in DDAX and. Um, uh, everything. Um, uh, he think Dodo will be a hometown um, in, in China and maybe even in Asia because never uh, before um, a DeFi team originally uh, in Asia, especially in China, can attract uh, so many users uh, globally. Yeah, and uh, somehow I think we we did. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I think that's how we different from uh, other teams. Yeah, so uh, we have a different background, but we, our vision is um, globally. Yeah, and uh, uh, so we will still, I think, take the advantage in the Asian market, yeah, but uh, to build up a global top level for the quality of our products. Yeah. There's been a lot of conversation about, I guess we'll call it fair launches and VCs <laughs> and so forth yeah. recently, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, between, I guess, you know, your partnerships with the VCs, liquidity mining programs and so forth, is there anything you would change or kind of do differently if you launched again or kind of advise other projects? Yeah, um, I think uh, mm, my keyword will be uh, founders can be more confident. Yeah. So I think th this is a very good question. You know, uh, during the last year, I will always think, okay, we have so good backers, they know. They have so good uh, resources and uh, uh, insights how, how I can leverage them, right? But I think uh, sometimes you just need to be confident uh, of what you are doing because that is your career. Yeah, so I, I, I think, uh, yeah, 
uh, you you should know what you are doing, and uh, you you make it and you prove it. If it's a mistake, you learn from it, and you can still uh, carry on, right? And if it turns out good, then you know, okay, you improve your ability, and you will be more confident. I think it's a um, positive loop for. Uh, founders, yeah. So I have to say, before one year, I was not so confident about myself, you know. Uh, but after one year, after so many po- podcasts, I uh, I took with uh, guys. Not, even now, I my English skills are better, you know. But I never have been to Europe or the US, yeah. So I think uh, you should believe in yourself and uh, uh, with the your company is growing and. Uh, uh, I am learning more and I am growing. Yeah, so I think it's a, I think it's the best way, you know, uh, living and uh, and working. Do you think yeah. founders uh, leverage their backers' resources enough? I don't think so. Yeah. So like, uh, so our fir- our first round and our second round, I think our se- second round includes um, a lot of basis. Uh, so honestly, I have to say for some investors, I didn't speak more than two times after that fundraising because that year is a super bull year. Um, I'm very busy. Team is very busy. So it so uh, it's hard to squeeze my time, you know, every week to talk with uh, every investor. So some investors, they will um, come to you and ask like what kind of help you need or they will uh, they are using your product they are using dodo and uh, can provide good feedbacks yeah but but for some um we don't really speak too much and exchange too many ideas and that's why uh, we are thinking about uh, maybe there will be uh, a new round to uh you know to kick off some investors that they don't really show you know uh, passion uh, into it, and we will allow like uh, um, new uh, friends or a uh, new VC or new groups with uh, good resources in. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's go into a little bit more details about the project and kind of, you know, status of the Dodo Exchange in general compared to other DEXs that are out there. Yeah. Kind of the, give me the differences and what, you know, differentiates Dodo versus, you know, Uniswap or SushiSwap. Yeah, sure. First of all, it, I think it's an advantage of trading price. So uh, on Sushi and on um, Uni, they, 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 they just have their own liquidity pools, right? But on Dodo, we have a smart router where uh, integrated any liquidity pools um, from uh, every uh, DAX. So when you uh, make a trade on Dodo, actually we will... Uh, searching for you know any liquidity source and uh, uh, combine them and to provide you a best trading price and that's a trading price like you want to buy ten ether maybe two years two ether are from uni two years two ether are from Sushi, and uh, eight ether are from Dodo yeah so this smart router uh, is working as an aggregator can guarantee we provide the best uh, trading price uh, that's how we think. Um, uh, will uh, improve the uh, trading experience. Yeah, and the second thing, uh, as I uh, mentioned, uh, we allow uh, anyone who have ideas about price to uh, to provide the price feeding and uh, uh, running their own liquidity pools and uh, make money from it. Yeah, so uh, I think 
uh, you know, this part just like I have introduced can uh, work with institutional uh, market makers. So how does does the gas price affect the aggregator at all? Yeah, I think the gas price thing is mainly, um, you know, on Ethereum. And that's why we have a multi-chain strategy. Uh, Ethereum is still important. Um, uh, on the markets, uh, a large um, stable coin swaps um, happens on Dodo and on Curve. Yeah, so this is almost contributes half of our uh, trading volume uh, is around, yeah, and um, and it's very stable, yeah. So uh, you can see there are a lot of like trading boats and uh, uh, teams, you know, they are do, doing trading on uh, Ethereum, and uh, but there are still different ecosystem, yeah. Like uh, uh, while we move to Binance Smart Chain, while we move to Polygon and uh, uh, Arbitrum, uh, because there are different ecosystem like on um, Binance Smart Chain. Uh, there are really a lot of retail users and the gas price really low. So these uh, retail users, you know, can just easily uh, go to Dodo and uh, find the best uh, uh, trading pr price other than Pancake and they will, okay, the so gas is low, the uh, trading price is the best. So they choose to uh, trade on Dodo. Yeah, so uh, we, ha we have 20 times bigger trading address on Binance Smart Chain. Uh, other than uh, Ethereum, yeah. So it's more like uh, different uh, users on uh, different uh, uh, chains, yeah. So I think as we seen back uh, maybe in the spring or earlier this year, kind of all those retail users that flooded to the Binance Smart Chain because of the lower cost. That kind of brings yeah. up a question: Is that you know how do you see the difference or the benefits now of the decentralized exchanges versus centralized exchanges, and how they're maybe going to go in you know two separate directions? Uh, you mean the difference in between DAX and the CX? Yeah, and maybe like kind of what's going to be the differentiators in the future from you know uh, a pricing standpoint, exchange, you know, fees and liquidity. Uh, I think uh, actually uh, DAX will leading the innovations uh, in the um, crypto trading, and then CX will pick some of the scenarios and uh, follow that innovations. Yeah, so. Um, so, so I think choosing uh, the, the direction of your career is very important. It's just, uh, I think, first of all, um, on-chain career. And secondly, uh, your career is about trading. I, I think this is the core part of the whole um, crypto uh, world. Yeah. Um, and another uh, difference will be, uh, I think CX will face more challenges about regulation stuff other than DAX. Uh, you know, re recent months, there are very heavy regulation things happens in you know, China and uh, also uh, in the US from SEC. Um, I think uh, you can see um, Huobi and uh, OKEX, they uh, basically uh, softly shut up their, you know, uh, some business, right? don't allow um, new users to do uh, a more serious KYC or they can even really enter into the exchange. And Binance um, shut up some uh, markets in Europe. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and they don't really show off in the offline offices. Yeah, and uh, from, the, uh, from the other side, um, because the regulation from SEC, you can Uniswap delist the front end for some uh, synthetic assets. Yeah, so uh, I think all of the uh, exchanges will uh, face the challenge from regulation, but for CX, 
uh, is more real and is more, you know, uh, uh, is more challenging. And uh, if you cannot deal with it, good, it maybe will kill your kill your uh, career. But for DAX, I think uh, it's it's harder to get regulated. Yeah, and there so there will be more opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, I guess. I mean, really, the problem with the retail users is, I guess, the fact of a more streamlined solution or app that is great for self-custody that allows them to participate across many of the DEXs in mm-hmm. one uniformed location, right? I mean, right now, it's just not, it's not as, there's a little bit of friction between all the different places people have to go, right? Is that kind of your yeah. thought? So let's move, let's go into, I guess, you know, the... Polygon scaling solutions and you know where are you guys expanding right where are you guys at right now and where are you expanding to? Uh sure. So now we are in Ethereum, Binance Smart Chain, um, Polygon, and uh, uh, even on uh, Huobi EX chain. Yeah. So uh, next one, uh, actually we already deploy on Arbitrum and waiting for Arbitrum to open to uh, public users. Yeah, so, and we still have plan uh, to move to more uh, layer two solutions. Yeah, so we really think um, margin will, uh, margin is a big market. Yeah, we should uh, be cautious and uh, uh, to feel the opportunities of a uh, uh, new chain. Yeah. You guys seem to get the, onto some of these new chains pretty quickly. Is that through your relationships yeah. through the BCs or <laughs> is it huh? <laughs> Um, not really. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's because we have a stable, uh, develop, developing team. Yeah. So I can tell a secret because uh, I think we really, uh, we are really good at organization of a team. So, so the, the team is really flat for, uh, operation. We have four groups, um, they have different OKR. And for developing team, there are still four groups and uh, uh, like for front end, for contract, for uh, product and uh, uh, for uh, data. Yeah, so like since we have the monitoring strategy, uh, like we have a a structure, like uh, the checklist, when we want to move to a new chain, uh, we can choose like an easy version uh, to use the less, uh, developing cost, and then we can choose a like a heavy version to deploy everything of uh, of Dodo on that chain. Yeah, so we have different uh, level of deploy, so we can be more flexible to see different kinds of opportunity. Yeah, it's like you put a whole version of Dodo or just a, a light version. Yeah, got it. Is that and you kind of deploy and sometimes deploy in those different stages to minimize also sec- like security risks and kind of monitor that yeah so yes like we will monitor the the the, the traffic the volume from different chain yeah and uh, uh we will choose like to deploy uh with a, a light version or a, a heavy version yeah and that's is also uh, related to like the the team of that chain if they are passionate to us because it's a two direction of partnership right yeah so like we didn't do uh, uh, liquidity mining on every chain. Yeah, so that uh, depends on the timing and depends on if uh, the, the two teams, uh, you know, uh, looks in, in, like uh, agree with the importance of each other. Yeah. Okay. And I know uh, 
I, I guess cross chain is becoming more of a must have feature on the decks right now. Yeah. You seeing that right now or more in the future? Uh, in the future, yeah. And how far out do you think that's uh, important? We don't have a plan for that. Yeah, and I think the cross chain is uh, is more makes sense, you know, by a big uh, team to do something like a bridge, so every other um, different protocols can just integrate it with this uh, bridge. Yeah. So now actually the the bridge everyone's using is is CX, right? So, uh, and if, if there is a small team to build a cross-chain bridge, that's, uh, um, that will be some um, security risk. Maybe it's not safe enough because their market cap is not big enough to recover your loss if you got hacked, right? And uh, if that is a DAX itself to build it cross-chain, it will be too heavy for their technical. So I think unless they originally uh, you know, uh, good at uh, the cross cross chain uh, technical things. Yeah, so I, I do think the market uh, requirements is not on that level. So I think it's in the future plan. Is there any uh, I guess specific uh, chain that is more preferred by your users? Uh, I think there's uh, different kinds of users. Like uh, there are very you know, like I said. Um, developers users on Ethereum and uh, on Binance Smart Chain we have some uh, retail users like uh, they firstly use DeFi protocols is total so they don't really maybe they never use the sushi swap or other uh, DeFi apps on Ethereum because okay they want to do a trade or they want to do a, a liquidity mining and uh, they are originally the users from Binance and they move to Dodo. yeah so I have to say there are different um, user base for different chains. Yeah. Okay. And how do you how do you expand the users on your uh, network and kind of how do you gain market share and you know attract those users? So uh, the the first thing is um, now we are like we're already the um, top decks um, uh, in China and uh, uh, now we are like toward the top decks in Asia. Yeah, so it's like uh, uh, there are top 10 decks on Ethereum and the top five decks on Binance Smart Chain and some, sometimes top three. Yeah. Um, so uh, now we are uh, expanding ourselves to uh, more markets. Like now the Chinese market contributes uh, 30 percentage of the uh, whole uh, users. And we see a trend that we are growing um, in other uh, places like uh, um, uh, Japan, uh, Russia, Vietnam, and uh, uh, Malaysia and uh, India. Yeah, so we will follow the trend and uh, like bring uh, bring better um, language support, uh, customer support. Yeah, and uh, more um, mar- marketing into that different uh, uh, Asia area. Yeah, so this is um, the current uh, plan for our expanding. Another thing is uh, now we are improving our uh, product uh, quality and stability. We want to hit a new high level of the trading experience. And uh, when we achieve that, uh, I think we will start to um, uh, pay more money in um, you know, uh, uh, getting more traffic from different channels. Yeah, so far we don't really 
uh, do some advertisements uh, into different channels. Yeah, because I think it's not the timing. We are still, you know, the, the first year, right? Uh, and when we hit a new level of the product stability, um, we will do that because uh, that will bring a good, uh, I mean, when a new user used Dota, I don't want to lose him. Yeah. I don't want to lose her. Yeah. Meaning you're building and uh, you're building at a good pace and bringing on users at a good pace that, yeah, you don't need to over overload yeah. with new users yeah. and, and the uh, experience is not yeah. as good. Yeah, because last year is Super Bowl. So we, we did everything, you know, innovation. So we want to attract users. Hey, you can see there are some new stuff on Dodo. Yeah, and now it's not that crazy bull year. So now we're come down, you know, to improve the quality of the products to make it, you know, you know, better and smooth to use. So now, like we have a version 2.1, um, that will be a series features uh, launch uh, before the end of September, at, including a new landing page, new documents, uh, and a new NFT fragment uh, feature that will allow uh, Dodo not only um, you can trade uh, fungible tokens, but also you can uh, you know, put NFT asset and uh, uh, make some ERC20 uh, ads fragments uh, to, to trade. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, after that, uh, I think uh, when we hit a uh, a new level of the product stability, um, we will in the design of uh, version three. Yeah, we are uh, thinking of some uh, innovative ideas in our mind. Yeah, but that is still in secret. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I understand. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. as long as you're continuously innovating, that's all. You know, that's what everyone would like to see. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, there's been a lot of talk about. Well, there's a lot of noise right now with NFTs kind of going up in price a bit. Kind of, mm -hmm. what does Dodo currently offer in the NFT space? Um, actually, in the version 2.1, uh, which is uh, mo mo most likely in September, yeah, okay. we will launch a feature called uh, NFT fragments. Yeah, so that will allow you uh, to put any kinds of NFT assets into a vault. Yeah, it's like a basket, and the basket can. Um, you know, there can be different and multiple NFTs uh, into the basket. And then uh, you put the uh, basket, uh, you, can, you can make ERC20 token, and you can uh, define the initial price of the token and uh, how many tokens you want to uh, issue. Yeah, and the total market cap uh, equals to the value of the NFT basket. Yeah, it's a way to uh, uh, fraction like, fractionalization yeah so um so that means uh, we're still standing in the view of a trading place a dax uh nft we just want to be our um like new uh, assets uh, to be used in the platform so we don't really uh doing products for uh art piece or for you know uh social token um, or uh, something, but it is more uh, financial NFT. Yeah. So, like, if you hold the one of the, uh, if you hold a fragment token, maybe you can um, do some liquidity mining. Yeah. And uh, uh, there can be some cases like uh, you can um, you can build an ETF in the basket. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, make fragments of it. So everyone, so that means you allow retail users to buy that ETF to, to trade a small piece of that uh, ETF. So it is more financial uh, use cases. Yeah. Typically, what's the incentive 
for the, uh, I'll call it the person to initially put that the basket of NFTs together? What is their financial incentive or what part and role would they play in that fractionalization part? He will be the owner of the uh, assets. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you, you, they, there is a big value of a whole thing and you cut them into small pieces. Yeah. And you allow um, traders to trade these pieces and you can earn the trading fees from it. Yeah, not just uh, the dodo, but uh, the owner of the basket, you can earn some trading fees from it. Got it. it. Yeah, and uh, also uh, this will help you, like if, if you have some vesting tokens, maybe some soft, uh, you can uh, put it into the basket, right? And uh, um, like others can buy it. So like uh, they, they, they are buying a future. So they buy it and um, after six, six months, they can uh, redeem uh, to receive uh, tokens. Yeah, so something like this. So it is uh, very flexible. The board can allow any logic, uh, any smart contracts to put into it. Yeah, so so it's more like we want to attract um, maybe some uh, potential developers can do a second development based on the uh, NFT fragment uh, design because of the design of the vote is very flexible. You can put, you can write different kind of financial contracts into the vote yeah, and uh, to uh, sell to uh, people. I mean, I know there's a lot of projects currently launching their products. And, mm-hmm. you know, I guess, how do you kind of distinguish your niche or be competitive in that mm-hmm. area with the NFTs, uh, you know, kind of coming from the DeFi side a little bit more over to the NFTs? Dodo is a DAX. Yeah, so yeah. our goal is to be a best trading protocol. Uh, we build an NFT uh, feature. We just want to conclude more uh, trading assets on our platform. Yeah, so like uh, we have uh, the two, two things that are very important for us, uh, like how to be a, a very best um, trading protocol. First thing is um, providing um, good trading experience for users. And second thing, second thing is um, provi- providing various tools for um, creators to create liquidity or provide liquidity. So now you can see there is a, a tool um, toolkit on Dodo. We um, give very easy uh, products uh, to allow anyone to create a token and to set up a pool and create crowd pooling to launch your uh, project. And uh, the next uh, thing is uh, to create fragments for your NFT assets. Yeah, so this is more uh, working as, uh, uh, as tools yeah, for developers and for some product teams. So, all right, so you guys are providing the toolkit for developers mm-hmm. to do all that. What, you know, how does, how does Dodo, how does Dodo the project make money or revenue? And how does it stay operational to pay everybody? Um, first of all, I think um, it's basically the same for every DAX, right? Um, uh, trading fees, right? And you can charge some, some trading fees uh, for your own team. And now we don't really charge trading fees for our team, just uh, they are all for uh, liquidity providers. Yeah, but um, I think we will have a new DIP uh, proposal for Dodo that we will maybe uh, charge some uh, fees, not just for LP, but for uh, Dodo Treasury. And we can, uh, you know, by governance, we can decide how the money in the Treasury could be used uh, for the growth of Dodo. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. And for now, since um, uh, 
uh, we have a good amount of uh, raised money. So that money can uh, support us to run like, uh, uh, I think more than five years. Yeah, so yeah, so I think we don't, um, that, that won't really bother us. Uh, actually, uh, if you have uh, enough traffic, enough users for your products, you will you, you have 100 way to make revenue for your protocol. Yeah. Got it. And so I guess as we're kind of getting close to the end, what a, the V de Odo, can you kind of just give us the overview of what it is and kind of the membership benefits and how maybe you're going to, uh, there may be some new benefits in the future? Yeah, yeah. So uh, V de Odo is more like um, uh, loyalty uh, structure. Yeah. So if you are a long-term holder for Dodo, then you can choose to uh, put your Dodo and to mint into uh, VDODO, 100 DODO. Use 100 DODO, you can uh, mint one VDODO. Yeah, and uh, uh, holding VDODO, you, you can enjoy the staking rewards. Yeah, and if you invite others to mint VDODO, you can have extra um, uh, rewards for your staking. Yeah, and um, uh, there will be some uh, you know, perks for VDODO holders, like for some IDO events, uh, video holders can share, uh, can enjoy uh, whitelist, so they, they will have opportunity to uh, join some IDO events. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, and uh, uh, also uh, I think uh, uh, one more feature we are building is we will have a membership a, a membership uh, system. Like there will some like uh, incentives. Like you you do different actions on the website, and they will give you different. Uh, uh, rewards and video though there will also have some special uh, perks. Have you found that uh, after you impl- implemented the membership that uh, you retained uh, Dodo holders longer? Is that is that did you find yeah. that there was a big difference in, in creating that membership versus not having it? Um, yeah. So uh, like uh, so, if you already have some video though, if you want to uh, access it, you should pay a. Uh, uh, exit fee, right? Yeah, so someone don't like it and someone are okay, uh, is okay with it. But, uh, um, you know, uh, two months ago, we have thousand uh, holders for Vidodo and now we have more than, uh, two months ago is 2000 and now it's 4000. So it doubled in, in, in the two months. So I think it really works uh, better, um, you know, as the uh, with the time going and especially I think that is very helpful for a project in the maybe bear markets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that will you will know like who are here with you and uh, then you can put the value of your project more to your loyal uh, users. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh you know, some context around or you know, the discussion of the uh, fair launch and so forth. I kind of look at some of these membership things. And I, I think somehow that should be implemented more into the discussion, uh, yeah. you know, of the fair launch or kind of retaining, you know, the different users on the platform for a longer time frame. And so that's why I want to kind of see how the membership with you guys is working. It sounds like it, it's doing well. And um, in the future, uh, I think we will put more uh, attention and effort into uh, DAO, we want to be more decentralization for the protocol. So maybe there will be DAO or council to have a better governance uh, structure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So that will be the one of the future focus uh, decentralization for the for, for the protocol. Yeah. Do you think there should be better uh, incentives 
for people to participate in some of the in the data and voting and so forth? Because I think you know there's probably a lack of participation sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So it's a common issue. I think for every uh, protocol, the participants for uh, governance are not that active. I think it's the same, and that is that is the nature of human. I think. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They kind of need some better incentives aligned to get better participation, right? Because yeah. that I yeah. agree. Yeah, that's it. What that that's, that is also what we are thinking about uh, as well. Yeah, but uh, it can also select okay who are participating. Then that's really important to you, right? All right. No, I think you know. Do you, is there any? Uh, are you allowed to release anything from like a Coinbase standpoint of getting listed? I am not allowed to talk. <laughs> about that. Yeah. All right. All right. So for our final question is kind of how will the value of the token rise along with the utility over time? You know, how does the utility of the token become more ingrained into Dodo, and how does that help create the value of the network? Yeah, so I think the uh, to give value for the token, first of all, you should build more uh, value for your protocol at first, right? Yeah. So uh, first of all, we are keep launching new features like the uh, like uh, the NFT fragments, right? And uh, like the uh, and also we are still building uh, limit order. Um, yeah. So these different uh, uh, new features. Uh, we will, uh, you know, put put Dodo into it. Yeah, make Dodo useful in these uh, new features. Yeah. So uh, it is more like the structure is uh, easy to understand. Like uh, there is two part. One part is uh, we are building um, DAX for uh, traders to trade. In that part, we charge trading fees, and that will uh, one of the part uh, of the money we will buy back Dodo. Yeah. And uh, uh, another part is we providing by providing um, tools for creators to provide the liquidity in in this part. When they are using the tools, they will pay for some Dodo tokens as a fee. Yeah. So this also um, we will uh, like charge some fees, and some of the money will also put into the treasury. Yeah. And the money in the treasury in the treasury will be used to buy back Dodo and. Uh, and do other things to improve the value of Dodo. Yeah. I appreciate that. And so for all of our listeners that would like to learn more about Dodo or get a hold of <laughs> you know you or the team or anything, what, what's the best way for them to participate or to contact? Uh yeah, maybe you can follow us on Twitter, Breeder uh Dodo on Twitter. Yeah, it's very uh strange, but <laughs> uh, easy to remember. Yeah, Breeder Dodo. Uh and for me, you can just find Diane Dai. 0320. Yeah, that's my birthday. Yeah. And um, also, you can ping me on my Telegram that is Diane Dai. Yeah. Well, I thank you for coming on today, Diane, and uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. It's a great time.